Hey guys, welcome back to my show. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and this is your lovely host, Plajay Henry. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Wednesday, okay? Um, and I hope you guys are staying warm because it's definitely cold outside, okay? So today's topic is money talks. Okay. Basically, what are you doing with your money? Okay. So I'm just going to jump right on into this topic, okay? Because my biggest thing is I want to see my people prosper and I want to see everybody doing good financially. Um, Definitely tired of seeing people normalizing being broke and bragging about it like it's something to brag about. Like, come on, y'all. We got to be the change. You know what I'm saying? Got to be a change for those babies. Um, When you leave this earth... What are you going to be leaving your kids behind besides a headache trying to plan your funeral? Like, it's just really food for thought, something to think about. So anyway, what are you doing with your money? So the first thing I'm going to jump into is paying tithes and offering. Now, I know I probably spoke about this on a previous podcast. So I know some people have, like, different views about paying tithes and offering. And it's fine because everybody has different views and that's okay. But I'm just going to tell y'all quickly just about me and my household, my husband and I, and how I used to think. So before I got my husband, you know, I was always, I always had a relationship with God and I was always going to church regardless. But when it came to paying tithes and offering, I used to just give like whatever was in my purse at the time while I was at church. So if it was like a dollar, five dollars, whatever. And that was it, you know. And so when I met my husband and... He started breaking it down more to me about paying tithes and offering. He's like, no, you're supposed to be giving 10% of any income that you get. And I used to be like, 10%? I'm like, no, we need that money to pay bills and do stuff. You know, we'll do bam, kind of putting it on the back burner like most people. Um, I never had that idea about why am I paying tithes and offering to the church. See, I never thought about that because I was paying my tithes and offering, but I guess I kind of wasn't because I wasn't giving 10%. I was just giving a dollar here or five dollars or like I said, whatever I had on hand. So he was like, no. And then I, uh, another close friend of mine, she used to break it down to me also about tithes and offering. She said every time she write down, she write down her bills that she has to pay for the month. And at the top, it's always pay God 10%. She said she do that before she pay anything, you know, give it to the kingdom. And also something that I heard this pastor, Mike Todd, which he is amazing. He is in this series right now called Crazy Faith. And he was saying, God doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. Okay. So that spoke to me on like, so even though I'm already doing 10% and stuff now, like I'm paying my tithes faithfully, but that really made it even more clear, you know, so I can kind of explain to somebody else, like people, whatever in their heart is their treasure. You know what I'm saying? So people value money. They need money. You know what I'm saying? It makes the world go round. And you know how people are so tight, they don't want to give up. That's why they're like, 10%. I can't do that. Like, I need I need this money for my bills. I need this money for my kids. You know, you just tight with it. You don't want to give it up. And that's a heart check. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to check your heart, see where your heart really is. And your heart is in the love of money. And it's not planted in him. Okay? Because when your heart is planted in the Lord, you will give that 10% up like it's nothing. It's like, like now, me, when me and my husband give, it's nothing. It's like... 
something we do all the time. I don't be like, oh my gosh, I just can't give this up. We just do it. And that's just freely do it. Our heart is open. And ever since then, we have been blessed in ways you cannot imagine. In ways you cannot imagine, okay? Like the Lord always takes care of us. And even though sometimes I have rocky faith, you know, I can admit that. I'm a Christian, but I am human still. And sometimes I let my flesh overcome my spiritual. And sometimes my faith is rocky and my husband always has to get me back to where I need to be. But I trust him. And when when you give that ten percent, he gives you back so much more, more than what you gave. But he's he just wants your heart. He wants you to trust him. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm gonna start off with that because that's what you should start off with with your finances, paying tithes and offering. Um, my next thing is investments. So, invest your money into things that are gonna make you more money. Like I will say this. I know everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Of course, I'm not going to press that on everybody because it's not everybody. That's not everybody's calling, everybody's purpose. But having multiple streams of income is definitely a must. Like getting paid every two weeks is not enough. It is not enough. Like at all, especially in the world we live in. It's not enough. Like you need multiple streams of income, you know, so you need to find ways to invest your money. And that's another thing. If you like you can't be stingy and don't want to give up your money. Like when your hand is clutched so tight to holding on to money, you can't even have it open to receive the things that God wants to bless you with because you're being so tight with the little bit that you have right now and he's wanting to give you more. You know what I'm saying? Like invest your money. Invest your money to make more money. Okay, investments is a big thing. Um investments also help with generational wealth like I said leave stuff for your kids and for your kids kids like that's some real big adult stuff if you over there trying to build generational wealth like that's a big thing it's not about you you know what I'm saying like do what you have to do for the next generation change the world break the generational curses y'all like please so the next thing I'm talking about is materialistic things um, I know the world society puts out that you have to have this fancy car, you have to have these nice clothes, your hair has to always be done, you got to go take these expensive trips just to keep up with the social media world. Keep up with people who going to talk about you regardless. Okay? It don't matter if you got on the latest fashion, they still going to find something to say about you. So stop trying to impress people and live a life that impresses God. Like, seriously, get off of that materialistic stuff. Okay, go buy some land. Okay, go invest your money into some businesses, invest it into some stocks, stuff that's going to make you make more money. Materialistic stuff is not those are not blessings. If that's what you talk about when you say you blessed is materialistic stuff, then you really have no idea what being blessed is really about. Okay, materialistic things is not it. Y'all do stuff for the long run. Stop thinking about just right now. Do stuff that's going to benefit you and your family in the long run. Okay? And that brings my next subject, which is debt-free. Living a life that is debt-free. Y'all. Y'all know that's one of the ultimate goals. Okay? Like, a debt-free life. Who wants to be in debt until they nick? You know what I'm saying? Who wants that? Like... 
we recently paid off my car and my car was not supposed to be paid off until August 2021 and we got that paid off this month okay next student loans I have like 17,000 in student loans and we can probably pay that off in about four months and I'll be free of student loan debt like we over here doing some big boy stuff, like really trying to break generational curses, really trying to be debt-free, living a free life with nothing attached to you. Like, let that be the goal. I know nobody likes student loans and everybody has that mentality. Like, I'm going to be in student loan debt until I die, so I don't care. Like, don't think like that. You don't want that hanging over your head at all. Like, work on it, even if you have to just... Pay a little bit at a time. No matter what debt it is. You know, it could be credit card debt, student loans, car note, whatever kind of debt, you know, that you have. Just work towards getting it paid off. Not saying you have to do like a big lump sum and get it paid off within the next year or something. Just do what you can, but at least contribute to trying to get to that debt-free life and being financially free. Because I'm telling you, that's what we're trying to get to. And it's already a blessing just by the things that we have paid off a lot of things this year. And it just really feels good. It's like shackles are coming off you. You know what I'm saying? Like those chains are coming off you. That will hold you back from a lot of stuff. And your credit score will too. Like my credit score now is at 725. And trust me, baby, it's been a long time coming. It has definitely been a long time coming. But it feels good. Like that's what I'm saying, y'all. We got to do better we got to think about our kids' future, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just have to set them up for success because we didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? We did not get, a lot of us, I ain't going to say everybody, but a lot of us did not get that. Has your Did your parents leave you any bit a business? Did your parents leave you any assets, anything? Like, so when you got older, did they even, were you around people that taught you about credit, debt, budgeting, anything like that? No. No, because I know I wasn't. So we have to be the change. We have to do this for our kids. Okay, y'all? It's very important. And last but not least, of course, budget. Learn how to budget your money. Okay? You do not have to eat out every day. Okay? I know when you're at work and it gets tempting because I care about to order some food and like you want anything you're like yeah might as well it's convenient but is it going to be convenient for you in the long run when you broke no I'm telling you let me tell y'all something so y'all know that DoorDash app right which is kind of like Uber Eats so this was like a year ago yeah because it was like last year October I, I remember and so like on DoorDash it keeps track of everything that you have purchased through there and within like a month and a half, we spent $1,200 on DoorDash, y'all. And that is, I'm not lying, $1,200. And that's when I used to be real heavy on BJ's restaurant, eating them baked potatoes, okay? Like real heavy on it. But $1,200, y'all, it amazed me. Because you don't even think that. you thinking, you know, you're spending some money here and there. But that stuff adds up. You have to learn how to budget. Have to learn how to budget. Have to learn, like, ask yourself this. Do you at least have $1,000 in a savings account for a rainy day? I know people have heard that rainy day fund. You probably think it's just a fluke. No, it's a real deal. Like, you need that. And I'm just saying $1,000 minimum. At least $1,000 in case anything happens and you need to just go. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
going to the account, say like your car break down or, you know, medical expenses or whatever the case may be. You want to have some savings and y'all cannot make <sighs> tax season should not be the only time that you get a large amount of money. Okay, it should not be the reason like we get tax money. We make tax money monthly. Like we make a good amount of money and trust me, I'm not bragging. I'm we're very humble people. I don't be trying to put none of that stuff out there or nothing, but I will say anything that gets people inspired or helps them. And I'm trying to inspire because we young. You know what I'm saying? My husband just turned 30 and I'm 28 and we have four kids all together. Okay, four kids. And we really trying to do big things for our family. And so I just want to tell y'all that it should be no excuse because there's people out there with no kids or people out there with one kid or whatever the case may be. Like, y'all can do it. It don't matter your circumstances. You can do it. Okay, but back to the budgeting. But yes, so get paid. Even if you can only put like $10, $20 to the side, that even makes a big impact also. You know, do what you can do what you can. But I think that you should be saving more than spending. You know, learn your friends. If you have the right friends, they should understand if you have to say no. If they want to go out to eat or do something and you say, no, I can't do that right now. You know, you have to sacrifice now for the life you want later. And don't care. Don't worry about what nobody else thinks. You got to do this for you and your family. You know what I'm saying? So say no sometimes. Say no to Getting your hair done. Girl, rock your natural. <laughs> okay, rock your natural hair now. Say no to getting them nails and toes done. It's okay. It's the winter time. Your feet ain't about to be showing. Like, you don't have to have, like, honestly, the only time that my husband and I go shopping for clothes for us is when it's, like, something coming up. Say, like, an event or something. We'll go out and go shopping. But as far as, like, always going, like, that's not, that ain't never been my thing. Like, I'm not a shopper at all. If anything, my downfall when it comes to finances is going out to eat. But as far as, like, clothes and stuff like that, you know, I might get my hair done once in a while. But if you see me, I have, like, a little turban on my head or I have, like, um, my short style going or I have, like, a wig, whatever. whatever. But um, you have to sacrifice. Like, for our the season that we were in and we had to sacrifice, I had to choose between either giving up my Brazilian waxes or giving up getting my lashes done. And I gave up getting my lashes done because I think I was paying for the lashes more than the Brazilian wax a month. So I gave up getting the I just started getting my lashes done again like this past weekend. And even now, I'm probably not going to always get them done. Like probably once every blue moon, but I'm not going to like just keep it up like I used to. But it's just certain things you have to say no to so you can live the life you want to where you can do those things if you're a shopper you can go shopping and be debt free don't have to worry about nothing spend your money like don't y'all want to live the good life don't y'all want to live the good life god has bigger plans for you he will give you more than what you ask for okay he will give you more than what you ask for if you need strength if you need more talking when it comes to financial literacy or give you ideas on other streams of income, because we have all these online businesses that you can be doing, like, talk to me. Reach out to me. Like, we're here. Don't be scared. Like, this is, I'm walking in my purpose. I'm here to help people. And I love it. I love when people come to me and ask for advice. Like, I don't know everything, but what I'm good at, 
I definitely can pour into you. You know, like finances and stuff. Like, and this is all learned experience. This is all learned learned experience. But if you need help with anything, tell me. We're always coaching people when it comes to finances, helping them get other streams of income, or just helping them budget. You know, whatever it is, I'm here. But that's all I'm gonna do for you guys today. So ask yourself, where's your money going? Because oh yeah, and another thing. Because one thing I do know is that. Someone who's making minimum wage could have more money than somebody who's making like $20 an hour. And it's all about what you do with your money. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it seems like the more money people make, they increase their spending. So you're always going to be in the same boat. You're always going to feel like, where's my money going? Where's it going? It's going to stuff that you don't need. Like, that's what it's going to. Like, just ask yourself that, y'all. Where's your money going? If you feel like you just going in circles and always broke or always have to, you know, you wouldn't be able to live life without saying, oh, I can't go today because I can't afford it. Or my kids want to go somewhere. I can't uh, I can't take them Chuck E. Cheese because I can't afford it right now. You know, like, you want to live an abundant life and God has it for you. He does. But I hope you guys have a fantastic Wednesday. You guys stay warm. And stay blessed.